Hey everyone, this is the Loose Cannon, David McBee, and welcome to this week's episode of This is the XFL, and guess what? This is the week, the XFL, we are less than one week away, kickoff is this weekend, and it's here, finally, the XFL is ready to debut, and of course, this Saturday, we're going to have four games, and we're going to kind of break down in a little bit, we're going to go over some of the rosters, also share uh, some of the power rankings uh, that we have set up. Um, but real quick, schedule for this weekend is going to start off. First game in XFL 2020 history, Seattle at D.C. That's going to take place at 2 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Set your DVR, tune in, watch it live. Uh, right after that, going to have another game. L.A. taking on Houston. Uh, they're going to be at Houston at 5 p.m. That game's going to be on Fox. Then Sunday, and this is kind of the setup. They're going to have two games on Saturday all throughout the season and two games on Sunday. The games on Sunday are going to be the Tampa Bay Vipers. They're traveling to New York to take on the Guardians. That game's going to take place at 2 p.m. on Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Sunday on Fox. Then the final game of Week 1, it's going to be our team, the St. Louis Battlehawks. They're traveling to Dallas to take on Bob Stoops and the Dallas Renegades at 5 p.m. Uh, that game's going to be on ESPN. So, really excited. It is finally here. And we've been waiting for this. We are pumped up. It is, it is time for some XFL football. Of course, big news uh, in the last uh, week. Uh, one of them kind of starting off to kind of follow up on a previous story. Uh, Chad Johnson, uh, the former Chad Ochocinco, did not come for his tryout on the XFL. I kind of dogged him a little bit last week. But then after kind of reading some of his comments afterwards, I'm going to be the first one and say I was wrong. I think it was good of him to bow out the way he did it. Uh, with an interview with him the night before he canceled, and he said, you know what, I thought about it. I'm 42 years old. I've had my time. I I've gotten the chance to play. I don't want to take someone's spot. So I, I think that's admirable for him to step out and to give another player an opportunity, because this could be an opportunity to maybe go to the NFL, or, hey, if the XFL takes takes off, this could be a great opportunity for them. And speaking about taking off, our very own, the St. Louis Battlehawks, of course, are coached by uh, head coach Jonathan Hayes. He's the head coach and GM. Uh, real quick, just to kind of break down the coaching staff, uh, now they have offensive coordinator Chuck Long, which, which we've talked about on some previous uh, episodes. Brian Braswell, the offensive line coach. Uh, Reggie Davis, the running back coach. Azahir Akeem, the receivers coach. Uh, Nick Ciclano, the quality control tight ends coach. And Grant Williams, assistant offensive line. And, of course, he's going to also help with alumni relations uh, with the Battlehawks. On defense, they're going to be led by uh, defensive coordinator Jay Hayes. He's going to be over the defense and defensive line coach. Matt Rake is going to be co-defensive coordinator, linebackers coach. Tim Lewis, uh, defensive back coach. Chris Crocker going to be quality control and assistant defensive backs coach. So good staff for former NFL player Jonathan Hayes. Also, I got to give a shout. I got a chance to finally see Jonathan Hayes' uh, son play recently. He's actually uh, starting center, I uh, believe, for the New Orleans Pel Pelicans. Got a chance to watch him play. Very athletic, uh, great ball player. He's going to have a very bright future in the NBA. But here in the XFL, of course, 
the final roster came out, really breaking down the roster for the Battlehawks. You got to start at quarterback. Uh, Jordan Tamau leading the way. Uh, of course, 6'2", 221 out of Mississippi. He's going to be a great quarterback, athletic quarterback for them. Also making the roster a little bit of experience with Ty- Taylor Henneke, uh, six foot one, two hundred five out of Old Dominion. Uh, he's going to be a solid uh, backup on the team. Uh, also making the roster, Nick Fitzgerald. They just brought him in right at the end of uh, training camp. He's six five, two twenty seven out of Mississippi State, ultra athletic. Uh, but the real surprise is, you know, we had mentioned on a previous episode they got four quarterbacks. Well. That's the three that made the roster. Unfortunately, uh, Brogan Roback, who we have actually absolutely loved watching his stuff on uh, social media, he has been a champion for the Battlehawks. Uh, hate it that he did not make the roster. Uh, wish him well. I know he's going to land somewhere. He's just too good of a person. But uh, wish him nothing but success. But that is your three quarterbacks uh, for the Battlehawks. Of course, Tamau. Uh, getting the nod, and uh, we have a little clip here that we're going to share. This is uh, Jordan Tamau uh, speaking with the St. Louis Battlehawks Facebook page after he was named the starting quarterback for the St. Louis Battlehawks. Um, as soon as we got back to St. Louis, uh, we had our first quarterback meeting, and uh, Coach Chuck, our offense coordinator, kind of said, hey, uh, you're going to be our number one guy this year, so uh, we're, we're going to give you um, more reps and uh, more time with the ones, and um, you're going to be our guy. But um, just being able to get the starting job, it's it's a blessing, honestly, just uh, day in and day out of work and hard work and uh, the, the, the dedication I put into it and um, everything. So I'm just super happy, super blessed to um, be named the starting quarterback. Leader, um, being, being, being able to lead grown men and um, going out there and doing what I do and um, I'm not a loud guy. I'm not, I'm not going to scream in your face, but I'll pull the guy to the side and really talk to him and, and uh, really lead by example and lead, lead in a way that others, that others can't. And uh, I'm just super, super blessed to be this. At 11, we're practicing um, day in and day out in the weight room. Um, guys are looking good. We get to um, expand our playbook a little bit more, really watch Dallas and see what they're like and um, really, really get things on a row. And I think we're looking really good right now, um, day two since we've been back. But... Uh, it's 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 gonna it's gonna be exciting. Well, that was great to hear from uh, Jordan Tamau. He worked really hard in camp. He really earned it. A very good quarterback competition uh, for the Battlehawks, but he ultimately gets the nod. Uh, of course, this week uh, power rankings have been released uh, for the XFL and uh, Anthlon Sport. Uh, they released it so. Uh, that we thought they did a pretty good job putting together. We've actually decided to uh, to kind of break that down. So I'm going to spend a few minutes going over the XFL power rankings uh, here at the end of the preseason, according to Anthlon Sport. Of course, the uh, preseason XFL power rankings, uh, the team they have at ranked number one is led by the Renegades uh, of Dallas, led by former Oklahoma Sooner head coach Bob Stoops. Uh, He's going to be leading the franchise as head coach and general manager. Of course, this is actually the first head coaching job at the pro level for Stoops. Uh, Of course, he was the very first one announced when the league was revealed. So they're hoping, you know, the success, a lot of success he had at Oklahoma, hoping that's going to transfer over to the XFL. Of course, he's kind of looking back. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to go with someone who's familiar. So, of course, uh, they got quarterback Landry Jones on their roster 
of course, Jones injured uh, earlier during camp. I'm not sure if he's going to be back for week one, but, uh, you know, getting some familiarity with the uh, team, but the Renegades have been a team that there's a been a lot of excitement for that group. Uh, you know, the Renegades will be taking on the St. Louis Battlehawks. They're going to be playing at Globe Life, Life Park, uh, which they actually went ahead and uh, redid uh, redid that stadium just for the XFL. But, of course, Landry Jones, when, when he does get back, uh, you know, playing for his former coach, Jones was a four-year starter with the Sooners, had over 16,000 yards passing, 123 touchdowns. Uh, he was a backup for the Steelers since 2013. Unfortunately, the Steelers needed him. After they cut him, he ends up getting picked up in the XFL. And, of course, the Steelers have a quarterback nightmare this year that kept them from making the playoffs. Uh, really kills me because I'm a big Steeler fan. But uh, the Dallas Renegades, uh, according to all the, quote, experts, they're saying that's going to be a team to really uh, watch for. They also have Eric Dungy, a quarterback uh, out of Syracuse uh, in their group. Also, Philip Nelson, uh, 6'3", out of East Carolina. So, uh, you know, that is something. The XFL did not have any teams in the Lone Star State. Now the XFL, they're setting foot in Texas and uh, they should be. That should be a tough team. It's going to be a tough uh, week one match uh, for the Battlehawks. But of course, you know we hope our Battlehawks can can step it up and take them down. Of course, some more XFL power rankings. Uh, they had the Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, the odds makers are right now saying that the Vipers are going to win seven games. And when you look at it, you can say, "Yeah, I can see how they're going to win some games." They got some firepower on offense. Uh, quarterback Aaron Murray, of course, he is from the AAF, former Georgia quarterback. Uh, running back Quentin Flowers, wide receiver Antonio Callaway, and tight end uh, DeAndre Gouldsby. Uh, they got some playmakers. They're going to be led by former Chicago Bear coach uh, Mark Tressman at the helm. So you can kind of see why Vegas uh, might be a little high on the Vipers. Uh, Aaron Murray, too. I mean, he's a he's a good quarterback. Uh, we got a chance to uh, you know watch a lot of him with the uh, in the AAF, but I got to tell you in the AAF Murray struggled a little bit. He only completed a little bit over you know, I think it was like fifty seven percent of his passes uh, with the Atlanta Legends. Uh, you know he's bounced around a lot, but you know I know a lot of the odds makers are saying hey the Vipers are the team to watch. I'm not sold on it uh, because Murray. He, Murray didn't blow me away when it was uh, during the AAF. So we'll have to see uh, how that plays out as well. Also, D.C. defenders, they're going to be led by offensive mind Pep Hamilton. You notice a lot of offensive minds here uh, hoping to make this a real offense and fun league. Uh, Hamilton, of course, he's got over 20 years experience uh, with the defenders. He's worked with quarterbacks like Andrew Luck, Alex Smith, Jay Cutler, uh, quite a few. He's going to be working with Ohio State legend Cardell Jones. And, of course, Cardell Jones, you know, uh, very storied history that he had uh, back when he played. Uh, of course, he was started up, I think he was third on the Ohio State depth chart. Then ended up getting the starting spot, won a national championship in 2014. And his arm strength is something that's it's always been tantalizing to teams out there. Uh, only made 11 starts in college, but the Bills actually drafted him in the fourth round in the 2016 draft. Now, he spent some time with the Chargers and Seahawks, 
but uh, didn't get much of an opportunity to play. So he's going to get an opportunity uh, now uh, with the uh, D.C. Defenders, which uh, right now they have ranked third, according to Vegas and Anthlon Sports. Uh, the New York Guardians are coached by Kevin Gilbride. Kevin Gilbride actually won two Super Bowls as offensive coordinator of the New York Giants. Those are those Eli Manning teams that that uh, absolutely you know shocked the world by beating the Patriots. Now he's looking to try to make the Guardians New York's next winning team. Uh, New York's been hungry for a winner for quite a while. Of course, uh, he's got a few quarterbacks. They initially picked up uh, Penn State signal caller Matt McGloin, but then he made a trade and landed Luis Perez, who AAF fans will recognize that name. He played for the Birmingham Iron. So it's looking like that's going to be a pretty good group. Of course, Luis Perez, uh, I think he's going to be one to kind of to kind of watch for uh, with the Birmingham Iron had he was off to a great start. That team was really one of the better teams in the league. Uh, unfortunately, they just uh, didn't stay on lawn. Also, with Matt McGloin, he's got a three-year starter at Penn State. He owns school records for completions and passing yards in his season, uh, and he's also spent five yards in NFL backup. So, just never really got an opportunity uh, in the NFL. So, that's going to be a team to watch. Uh, the New York Guardians. Also, the Los Angeles Wildcats, this is the first time that I say this is a defensive-minded coach. They're led by head coach Winston Moss, who's a defensive coach. Uh, so he's taken on seven of the top offensive minds, and then you got one defensive specialist. Of course, like they always say, you know, defense uh, usually will win championships, uh, but we'll have to kind of see how that ends up. Uh, playing out. Of course, the Wildcats ended up trading Perez uh, to the Guardians. So now Josh Johnson's expected to be the starter for the Wildcats. Uh, so we'll have to see how that team revolves. But really, the Wildcats on roster is really probably the strongest defensive team. Uh, next team after that, the Houston Roughnecks. They got them ranked number six according to the preseason rankings. Of course, they're coached by head coach June Jones. Uh, who's he's going to put up any offense that June Jones is leading is going to put up uh, quite a bit of offense. Of course, June Jones he's been he's been everywhere uh, all throughout his coaching career. Uh, he's he's had success in the NFL, the CFL, NCAA. Uh, also coached collegiately at Hawaii and SMU. Uh, he ran off his offenses, you know, for his career average over thirty five points per game. So this is going to be his fourth coaching stop in Texas. Uh, this is going to be his third in Houston because he was at SMU. He was with the Houston Gamblers. And then he was with the Oilers in 87 and 88. So, uh, you know, back home in Houston, kind of where he started out, uh, going to be leading the Roughnecks. Uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks is our team. I'm going to come back on them. We're going to save them for last and break down a little more. Uh, they got them ranked number seven. Number eight, Jim Zorn. And the Seattle Dragons, they have them ranked number eight. And honestly, to be, in my opinion, this is ranked way too low. Uh, they're going to be led by uh, quarterback Brandon Silvers, who, of course, AAF people remember. And this is what's great, seeing a lot of AAF guys uh, getting another opportunity because that was just tragic what happened uh, last year with, with the AAF and their seasons. But uh, Silvers, he played with the Memphis Express, uh, he had to share snaps with Johnny Manziel and Zach Mettenberger. But Silvers can play. 
when Mettenberger went down with an injury, then Silvers was a starter, and then it was him. And he was keeping Manziel on the bench. They finally let Manziel play a little bit just because the crowd was chanting Johnny so much. But, I mean, I think this is a sleeper. They have the Seattle Dragons uh, ranked eighth. I think that is way too low. I think uh, Brandon Silvers is going to be a good quarterback, and he's going to be one to kind of watch for. But now, finally, our team, uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks, and of course, as we mentioned earlier, this you know Jonathan Hayes has quite a quite a task that's been put before him because not only is he trying to put together a winning team in this first year league, but he's going into a town that fans' hearts have been broken twice with the St. Louis Rams and the St. Louis Cardinals. So not only is he going to have to focus on assembling the city's first winning football team with 2004, uh, he's going to also be trying to win the hearts of the fans over. And I think I think the St. Louis Battlehawks have done a fantastic job at um, really reaching out to the local community. Uh, they've been doing a lot more in, in local area, uh, especially really trying to promote stuff up. That was something the AAF did not have was the promotion. But, you know, Jonathan Hayes and his team are doing a great job of getting getting out there. Of course, they're going to be led by Ole Miss Rebel, uh, former Ole Miss Rebel Jordan Tamau. He's going to be the team's quarterback. And uh, then they took the first running back off the board, Christine Michael. So I think that's – I think there's going to be some offensive power, firepower on that team. Of course, I think Michael, uh, he's going to be one to kind of watch for uh, as the season goes, of course, he was taken uh, six overall in the skill uh, position phase during the XFL draft. But he is a four-year uh, player at Texas A&M, ran for 2,800 yards, 34 touchdowns. He was the Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year. He was drafted by Seattle. Uh, he had two separate stints with the Seahawks. He was part of the teams that won uh, Super Bowl. He appeared in two Super Bowls back-to-back. Then he played for Dallas, Green Bay, and also Indianapolis. Uh, he never really got a chance to start. But if you look at his career games, he averaged 4.3 yards a carry. Uh, he has been out of football since late September 2018. But I think St. Louis thinks he's got something in the tank. So we'll have to see um, how this all plays out. Of course, right now, uh, as, as we're leading up, it is all talking about, you know, this is what we think is going to happen. We're going to find out this weekend because the XFL is finally here. And again, the uh, the schedules and everything that's come out on on, on the games, uh, it's awesome to see them getting good coverage. I, I really have enjoyed the the commercials that they have done um, building up the league. They're not saying, "Hey, we're here to take out the NFL." We're just providing a. Hey, we're going to continue to provide your football fix. Uh, for the love of football. And the Battlehawks, uh, still good tickets available. And uh, if you go to the Battlehawks, go to XFL.com, uh, you can actually check out their tickets. And and I was just kind of playing around with the tickets. Uh, they're going to be playing, number one, they're going to be playing in the Dome. But right now they have tickets, single-game tickets, starting at $24. Uh, but ticket sales right now, the Battlehawks in the preseason, number two, in the pre uh, preseason ticket sales, so it seems like the fans are really starting to support, and they're ready there to be at the dome for every St. Louis Battlehawks uh, home game. So, 
Again, guys, just I know this is a shorter episode. Joey the Dragon could make it this week. He'll be back next week. Uh, we're going to start dropping an episode every Monday. We're going to be recapping the uh, XFL from the week before. Now it's time to talk about some games. We're going to break down every game. We're going to talk about things going on with the league. We're going to talk ratings. We're going to talk everything going on. And this last nine weeks has been a blast sharing uh, information as we were collecting it. But now... It is time. We are ready for some football, some XFL football. So stay right, stay tuned right here. We'll be having a lot more uh, as as we go along. And you know, make sure you reach down, hit that subscribe button. That way you'll be notified every time a new episode comes out. Also, make sure to give us a comment. Go down, uh, click, give us a five star rating. Comments. Of course, we're going to cover during the regular season more of the Battle Hawks probably than any other team because that is actually the team that's really close to us here in North Central Arkansas. But uh, it's time. It's ready. Uh, we're going to have some polls. You can go on Facebook to the Twin Lakes Sports Network. That's Twin Lakes Sports Network on Facebook. Make sure you follow our page there because we'll be sharing. We'll have all sorts of XFL polls uh, as the season gets going. So from the loose cannon, David McBee and Joey the Dragon Shaw, who was unfortunately unable to be on this episode, uh, just want to say uh, go out and do something nice for someone because remember your tomorrows are never guaranteed. And guys, we are just a few days away from this is the XFL. <laughs>